This is The Branding Iron, and you're listening to Episode 6. I'm your host, Edward Simpson, Brand Iron's resident content writer and social media specialist. So we are just getting back from the 4th of July. It was over the weekend. Currently, it is July 6th, and with the 4th of July, uh, everybody was feeling pretty festive. Fireworks were going off. It sounded like a war zone outside my house. My dog was panicking. But people seem to be picking back up in spirits, so I'd say that's overall good for the, for the spirit of the country. Uh, as people are picking back up and COVID is slowly fizzling out, I mean, not sl- everywhere. Obviously, some places are experiencing spikes, but as COVID, as we go through this pandemic, businesses are slowly starting to reopen. Some are starting to allow people back in the doors and then some in certain areas of the country are having to shut their doors again, weirdly enough. Or I shouldn't even I shouldn't say weirdly enough. It's kind of scientific, so there's nothing weird about how that works. But uh, there's, there's a lot of things that businesses will need to keep in mind if they kind of want to keep their doors open so they don't get hit by a double impact of COVID. And uh, aside from the, the small businesses opening their doors back and the retailers that are able to have people back in their doors and all the restaurants that are now able to serve people again, uh, we're experiencing kind of a, a little bit of a revolution in the branding marketing world. Um, there's currently a Facebook ad boycott going on uh, amidst slow uh, political campaigns starting to pick up in preparation for the elections later this year. And we're, we're seeing kind of this, this challenge against Facebook by big advertisers threatening to leave, or at least they are leaving now since we're already in July. Um, and Facebook isn't, Facebook isn't responding to it. They're saying, fine, if y'all don't want to advertise with us, we don't, we don't need you to advertise with us. And they're, they're letting them leave. Um, for context as to what I'm talking about, certain, certain advertisers have chosen to withhold advertising spending with Facebook for the month of July as a result of, of specific campaigns going on across Facebook's platform that are either filled with hate speech or they are infactual or they're just um, inflammatory, so to speak. And it's a different path to take than other social platforms have taken in this time. And it it comes down to a lot of decisions. But for example, Twitter recently made the decision to flag a tweet of Donald Trump's and label it as potential misinformation, or I believe they fact-checked it or something, and Facebook is on the other end of that of saying we don't think that's right we don't think you should fact check um as a social platform because it's a social platform they're not they're not there to put out news or anything like that but this is where the i I think the debate comes into play with all these large brands is is facebook is becomes such a a platform that favors the the algorithm of like bigger names and people that spend money that when you're pushing out content that that is divisive in nature or or false in nature 
it becomes kind of your responsibility to, to say no to that person who's offering you the dollar to put that out there. I think that's kind of where Twitter is, is taking the alternate approach of saying, we're gonna, we recognize that certain figures have certain influence and that people could just believe this without doing their own research. And now they're beginning to fact check and this is a, a weird space to get into social media because at, at the heart of socialization, anything, free speech is, is pretty much what the nation is built on. But Facebook and Twitter aren't America. They're not limited to America. They're limited to the globe. So they're trying to, they have kind of a bigger responsibility than just a national responsibility to Americans of withholding that right. Um, I, it's, it's hard for me to kind of form an opinion on it. I just think it's interesting to see uh, large advertisers decide to not spend money with them. And ultimately, it's not gonna affect Facebook. So I don't know that their boycott will have the effect that they, the intended effect that they want it to have. But I do think it is a, a move that is drawing attention to this, to this issue of what role social platforms have in like putting out information and content because now social platforms have in a way become more than just social platforms they've kind of transcended into vehicles of information vehicles of entertainment um you, you know you're not supposed to believe everything you read on the internet but you can't keep everybody from from doing that people will believe whatever they read sometimes so it's it's a, hard, it's a hard responsibility to balance, and I'm just happy that I'm not in the shoes of those trying to make that decision. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg has made the decision to you know, let those companies walk for the month, and it's, it's as a result because Facebook's, a majority of Facebook's advertising spending comes from small to medium businesses. Uh, the boycott represents a really small fraction of ad sales so it, it doesn't do anything to really like curb Facebook's need for money. Instead, it, like I said, it just generates that message. To, to scroll on here though, Facebook still believes that most of these advertisers will return soon enough as, as a result. Um, Maybe not now, and maybe you know, maybe it's a better decision for those advertisers to not spend money right now because maybe they're already doing a good job at generating organic traffic and leads through their own marketing means, and Facebook's not as big of a necessity. Uh, and it, it could just be a result of pandering to the times and trying to trying to get public favor as a result of a good PR move. It's really it's really hard to take a, a position. And, and, and take a side, especially when you don't know what's going on internally at certain corporations, what, what certain CEOs motives are and all that stuff. Um, with that said, the boycott did worry some investors. However, many have already started to come back as a result because they, they've speculated that those brands will begin to advertise again soon um, Facebook is in a way almost saved by Instagram and its other offerings where these, these uh, advertisers are dependent. So the stock ultimately didn't decrease and it started to bounce back after a small percentage decrease. But overall, 
Facebook remain kind of Facebook will remain kind of unhit by by this decision to boycott. Um, I think it just kind of brings a lot into conversation of what what role businesses and advertisers play in how politics shape this country and the world. And it's it's a role that it seems very like it's, it seems like they shouldn't have any play in either of those worlds, like politics and business. To some extent, you would think they shouldn't belong together because there should be no monetary gain for any politician. Um, but this is the world we live in, and these are the questions we're faced with. So, if I haven't done any any uh, work to help stimulate at least interesting thought for you, maybe you'll have something for us. So. <laughs> I would welcome any messages or any any information to look up to include in a future podcast. Um, aside from the Facebook boycott going on currently, it, it leaves us to kind of look forward to the rest of the summer. Um, businesses will need to figure out how they need to brand for success this summer, especially because this summer's a weird one. There's not going to be as much foot traffic, and as much as businesses are trying to open again and allow people in, they are going to have to do it responsibly, and doing it responsibly will mean a smaller amount of cash flow. It'll mean cutting back on employees, most likely. It'll, it'll probably mean a lot of cutbacks. So how do you successfully brand and market yourself at the same time to ensure growth and longevity for your business and brand? I think... As, especially now and as we look forward to to what's to come in the future of America and, and global advertising and branding um, we're going to have to figure out how to get more community driven for brands brands will need to figure out how they how they fit into their community and what value the, what value they're offering those that are immediately impacted by their business uh, there's some really simple ways that you can give back to your community. You can do food drives, you can do charity, you can do fundraisers. It, it's not hard. I mean, if, if you have the heart to do it, it's really easy to find a way, especially if you're a brand and you have any finances to, to kind of help out your community. But there's other ways too. Um, certain businesses might have the opportunity to offer like educational opportunities, internships. They could you know, teach different community members under their wings. Like uh, some of my favorite examples of community-focused businesses are are the kitchens that employ people, like out of out of a uh, prison or out of homeless shelters that just don't can't get a job anywhere else and need it. Uh, so I think the finding a way to support your community is something that is should be really easy for any business. And if your community values you, you should show that you value it. I think another thing, though, that businesses will need to take advantage of in order to feel success as we move forward is finding a way to become empowered by technology. Uh, technology, especially the digital world, is becoming such a, a, a benchmark for any brand or business trying to establish a presence in the marketplace. And if you don't have a website or or a social media presence or just some way of controlling your own brand story and narrative and engaging your audience it's going to be really hard to to reach out to others 
print is dying, television is dying, we're seeing a, you know, a, a slow rise to the internet. And I think in order for businesses to, to ensure their you know, longevity, success, they, uh, they're gonna have to get ahead of that curve before it starts. And that, that comes down to a granular level of like figuring out what's the next app that people are gonna be a part of in your community. What's the next uh, rising brand that you should partner with and do a collaboration with? It, it's going to become all community focused. Brands will need to, you know, look look to collaborate together, um, share audiences, and ge generate community that way. Um, the internet's going to make it a lot easier to grow in a cheaper fashion too. So I think. I think there's a lot of hope for for businesses looking to open in the future. There's a lot of ways to to create a presence that's not expensive, and there's a lot of way to create a brand experience that is satisfactory to customers while not, you know, becoming too much of a burden on on what your business has to offer. Uh, the last piece, I think, businesses are going to need to ensure success this summer and moving forward after it is going to be uh, a human-centered portion. It's going to their next. Businesses are going to need to be human-centered. They're going to need to feel like they got some soul to them. They're going to need to have a smile on the face at the end of the day. It's that personal interaction that always elevates the brand experience another level. As much as award-winning customer support that's available 24-7 online can get you, it there's a factor of it that's just impersonal and it doesn't always answer every question that somebody needs. And that personal touch, that human interaction and in, in whatever limited way you can offer it, I think is very important for any business. It doesn't matter if, if you have to open a pop-up shop and you see one customer a day, I, I think you're more likely to make an impression through that personal interaction than you, you're more likely to ever make online. So. Uh, thanks for join, uh, joining us for this episode. I appreciate y'all listening and have a good week.